Welcome back to That's Debatable. Here, we break down a controversial world issue. Then, we use evidence and research to debate both sides. The world is a complicated place, and we help you to make sense of it. So without further ado, let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of That's Debatable. I'm Creed Finnefrock. And I'm Miles Alvarez. And in this debate, we're going to be covering whether college should be free in the United States or not. In this debate, I'll be taking the side that says college should be free, and Miles is going to be against that. All right, so the very first point I wanted to get into is that free college can help encourage more students to attend those schools. Many students feel like they can't go to schools at the college level or beyond because they don't have the money for it. And so what free college does, it'll pay for their tuition and it'll increase the amount of people that are willing to go to school or at least put that effort in to consider that option. Yeah, one of the arguments against this is that higher income students actually benefit more from free college because they tend to attend more expensive colleges. The top quarter of dependent university students reliant on their parents, which make up 11% of college students, actually would get 18% of the benefits. Yeah, so what this does, it does help the more affluent students more, but it also increases the amount of students that are from poor areas to be able to afford to go to college. So even though it helps higher income students a little bit more, it's still a benefit for all students. But the question is, why should we be giving these benefits to everyone, potentially wasting government funding when we could just focus it to the people that need it? Like what we're doing already right now to a certain extent, like 27% of people are attending college without tuition right now. And some of that's due to need based, some of that's like scholarships. So my answer for this is a little bit interesting. Around 100 years ago, high school was something that wasn't necessarily considered an important thing. Not ne- not important, but it wasn't required. And so many people didn't really consider that as an option. And now many people are considering college as an almost necessary thing. And so if high school is already, you know, a free education, why shouldn't college be the same? And so it's just a certain thing that's like it's a right for these people who want to pursue further education to be able to go to college for free and not have to worry about super, super expensive costs. My problem with making it kind of like a right, as you said, is that even if you think that it should be like for the government to provide for everyone, it's still not going to be free. The taxpayers are still going to have to pay for it, even if they don't actually go to college or have kids who do so. And so you're essentially taking away the freedom for them to make that decision. And people who don't want to attend college are going to have to pay a really large amount over their lifetimes to support people who do want to. And these people who don't go to college are going to be less equipped to handle the increased cost of supporting the people that do go to college because they aren't themselves pursuing a degree. So students in America currently have around $31,000 on average in student debt. So they'd be paying already quite a bit of money for colleges. And so people who don't go to college, that's something that they had the opportunity to go. It sounds kind of harsh. They had the opportunity to do, but they chose not to. And then also another thing with that is that more students going to college will boost the economy. This was seen back in the 1940s with the GI Bill when many people in the military were given free college. Uh, Their dependents were given free college. And so they went and it actually helped improve the economy because instead of spending that money on college, 
they were able to spend that money on cars, homes, and other things that just boosted the economy overall. And so this would actually help create more jobs, more money flowing throughout the economy so that it would be easier for people to use, uh, to pay their taxes that would help these colleges become free. Yeah, one problem with that is that low-income students often do like more poorly academically. And so they, even if they do go to college, it might be harder them, for them to like get like a high paying job because of the environment that they were raised in. And so just because you have a college degree, it's not a causation necessarily that you're going to definitely make more money. So going to college obviously doesn't guarantee you're going to do well. And I get that point you're saying with about lower income students. Now, something that's interesting is lower income students actually can afford to only go to about 5% of colleges right now. So what this would do is give them options to go to better colleges, which means that they'd be able to function a lot better. Uh, and another thing is that you said college grad graduation or, you know, that doesn't necessarily guarantee that you make more money. Now you're correct. It doesn't actually guarantee that you're going to make more, but it increases the chances a lot. In fact, college graduates earn around $570,000 more in their lifetimes and have much less unemployment. So going to colleges, increasing the amount of people that go to colleges would actually really, really boost the economy and really help out those people. But some of that is like we don't know if them going to college is that means that they're looking to get into a higher income job, not necessarily that it's causing them to get into a higher income job. Yeah, but that shouldn't really matter. Right. What like do you mean? The, it shouldn't really matter that if they're choosing to go to college to get a higher income job, but going to college anyways still gives a boost. It gives greater education. You shouldn't want to just go to college for a greater income job. Okay. So let's say, let's say you're a lawyer. There's two people. There's a lawyer and just like a dishwasher or something. Okay. So the lawyer is going to need to go to college to get like a basic degree before he can go to law school. Mm-hmm. And so he's going to he's going to be more motivated to go to college. And then once he does get his degree, then he'll go on and like make a lot of money. But the dishwasher who doesn't want to go to college isn't going to be as motivated to like make more money just because you get a college degree doesn't mean that you're yeah. doesn't mean that that's what caused you to make more money. It's just an indicator of your desire to make more money. Yeah, but it also really helps because people want to hire people who have gone to college. So it doesn't guarantee that you're going to make more money. It just helps you along that way. It's creating more options. And that's what many people want is just to have more and more options with what they're going to do in life. Yeah, that's true. But one problem I'd like to add with just making college free for everyone is that it's not necessarily going to be a good investment on the part of the government. For example, if you go to college to get a degree in theater, for example, it's not necessarily going to boost your financial outcomes a lot. And it's not going to be as vital for the country as something like, say, a nursing degree. And so one of the ideas is that the government could prioritize certain degrees that are more in need. We're very understaffed with nurses right now. And so one idea is that you could make those degrees cheaper and incentivize more people to go into those rather than just making them all free. It's fine to do incentives, but I don't see why you can't do incentives and have the free college in that sense. Right. Well, it's because it's because you're not necessarily making a good use of taxpayers' money if you're just funding someone's. Are passion. you telling all theater people <laughs> that there's? All I'm saying is there's there's a whole <laughs> lot of theater people, but not a lot of theater actors. You know. Yeah, that is true. Um, but you know, 
that that's a fair statement. But it's also, again, just the person's choice. I mean, there's already decisions being made that maybe aren't for the best of the entire country, but are better on a personal level. And that's something that people in America should have the freedom to do. Yeah, but it's not necessarily and the I'll, responsibility of the people to ensure that you can achieve that, I think. Yeah, but it's also something that's like, if we do have free college, it's going to help open up a lot of doors for people to become more, you know, more people to become nurses and doctors and such, because it's cost a lot less. Yeah, that's the thing is you could incentivize them in that way, making it I mean, it, it already cheaper. becomes incentivized if you just make it free. Yeah, well, no, but if you make everything free, then it's incentivized equally. Yeah, but then, then, then it's, it's still not incre- it, it increases the workforce more. So it incentivizes people to go pursue that type of thing if they originally wouldn't have pursued it. So it's incentivizing, but maybe not in the sense that you're thinking. Okay, so it's like, what if what if you're... It's like a small incentive. If you're considering going to either theater or nursing, then if one is, if the nurse degree is cheaper, then you're going to go in that and you're probably going to make more money and be vital to the country. And then taxpayers are going to want to fund that because... That's good for the country. But if you if you want to become an actor, there's nothing wrong with that, obviously. But like, it's not going to help the country as much. And then you're probably also not going to make as much money. And so it's just a question of, is this a good investment for the taxpayers to deal with or not? Yeah, I think overall it's a good investment because there's a lot of things that, you know, STEM fields that people would be able to go to for a lot cheaper. Because STEM fields aren't easy to get into. They're pretty expensive. And you don't tend to make a ton of money out of STEM fields uh, straight off the bat. And so what it would do is it would help those people be able to afford going to those STEM fields a lot more. And so if it just increases the workforce overall, it's going to be really helpful than keeping it small and incentivizing one thing over another. Now they could, as I said earlier, make everything free and still incentivize nursing by maybe increasing wages or such. So there's there's... Not really a huge reason why they couldn't do both. All right. Well, one thing that happened in California was that when they lowered the price of community college and then a recession hit, they had an increase in enrollees. But since there was a recession, the public was unwilling to devote more money to support them. And so as a result, there were 600,000 people in the state who could not attend community college. So that's, that's one problem. That's another problem is that if taxpayers aren't willing to fund a sufficient amount on a year-to-year basis, then the colleges might have to be more selective. So normally, people would pro- probably not even be able to go to these colleges, and so that number could actually be a lot higher if they hadn't lowered the pay from you know taxpayers putting money towards it. So even if it becomes free and people aren't willing to put in as much as possible, the government can still help out with that in that situation, maybe drawing from other uh, resources to pay for those things. All right, I want to move on to my next point now. Another positive of college being not free being paid is that it functions like a business. The cost that students pay actually incentivizes a better education and innovation from the colleges themselves because they want more opportunities to attract students. And so if we just had a free college system, then there would be no reason for them to care, especially if that many students go to their college or not. 
the thing with that is many of these colleges that are considered prestigious colleges wouldn't want to lose that type of status because they'd still want people to go to their colleges and people would want to go to the colleges that are considered the better colleges. So even though they don't have as much incentive to stay as a top-notch school, I think most of those schools probably would because they would see no reason why they should become worse and not provide such great resources for those students. I don't, I don't know if like prestige or any kind like of moral Harvard. duty. At Harvard all. would probably not just become a yeah. worse college. Well, I mean, they're a private college, so that's a bit out of the discussion. But more generally, I don't think colleges would care that much about their image. I would imagine they're more concerned with the profit in some sense. Yeah, I can see that. But, you know, I see no reason why colleges would not care anymore about their image. I think they'd still want to attract people to go there to their schools. They're not going to take every possible length to make sure that that people go to their college. For colleges now, that's their that's what they rely on to get people to come to their school and to be well profitable or just to sustain themselves. <laughs> yeah, but then they would have no reason to worry about having to get people to the, go to their school necessarily. And then they could chill. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So I want to move on to another point about why we should have free college. So one thing is that it'll actually help increase the amount of effort students will probably put into college and then the amount of focus they can put on college. Uh, many students currently have to work multiple jobs or at least one job to be able to pay for their college and then afterwards they're in student debt and that can really hurt mental health and physical health too uh, because of the amount of stress that's put on these students. And so if college is free, they're able to put more focus and time into their schooling and then if they want to work outside of that they'll be able to pocket that money instead of just immediately having to put it towards college yeah one problem with that is that this assumes that students aren't going to have to pay other costs when it comes to college for like for example housing costs or food costs there are not really scholarships in place for those sorts of yeah. things now there are there are for books and things like that so there are scholarships that you can use for those things but what most people think about when free college is the subject is just tuition free college. So even if it's just taking away the amount of tuition, that can really help these students. And so if they're working a job, they're able to still pay for what they're doing and then maybe not go into debt or be able to actually gain money during that time. So it's just an outlet for them to be able to have more money and then not have to stress as much about what they're going to do with their life and paying off tons of debt. Yeah. But it's estimated that students from families in the bottom half of the economic curve is that, or they would get $13.5 billion in tuition savings, but they would get $17.8 billion, which are housing, as we said, and food and stuff like that. Yeah. Paying for housing and things like that is pretty difficult, but taking away that tuition, even if it's maybe not the most important thing that needs to be dealt with, it's still very helpful for these families. And uh, maybe that could be another step is, you know, paying for housing for all these students. At that point, if you're going to pay for housing as well, I think that just becomes like an unbearable cost for taxpayers to pay. And so I think if you are going to pay for housing for uh, poor students, then I think you should not make tuition free for students from the richer side, because there's just not that much, there's not that much money going around. So I, I think if you're going to prioritize one of them, you should prioritize the side that actually needs it. 
I don't think you can do like this and that. I don't think you can do everything at once. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole issue with this free college debate is that there's never always been a specific census on what that means because there's free college tuition wise, there's free college where like everything's free. Uh, So (laughs) I think in this debate, what we're talking about is just free college where it's tuition having been paid. Yes. And so it does, you know, if people really wanted the most beneficial version of free college, it would be paying for housing and it would be paying for all the school things like books and whatnot. Um, so I think that could be another debate, but it, it is a de- another debate. And so it's not necessarily what we're focusing on now. Another one of the alternatives I found to free college to like help students out was that we could make the first couple years of college cheaper and push more of those costs back to the last two years. And so those without a degree that drop out after the first or second year, they would get away easier. What do you think about that? That's pretty interesting. Uh, so it'd be kind of like a, a test of college. Yeah, Like exactly. a little intro to college, and then if you don't like it or whatever, you can get out easier. That would be, that'd be interesting, but then those colleges might actually lose money um, if people keep dropping out early on. Yeah, that's true, but it might also cause more people to go and just like see how it is you know yeah just increase the college attendance yeah Yeah, i think that's an interesting option i don't know if that's a great option but it's an option well i'll float around another idea where while we're at this is people could pay for college after their degree as a percentage of their income what do you think about that i don't know i think depending on what their degree is obviously the better the degree they probably pay more right yeah, well, yeah, if it's based on your income, then it yeah. would it would be that way, yeah. So then if you went into a really great degree, made a lot of money, you'd kind of be paying for yourself and other people, and then people who don't make as much would be paying a lot less and kind of more for themselves. Yeah, it probably would have, It would end up being that way, I suppose. That's interesting. So it's like the top paying for the bottom in that sense a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Cool. I think that that's kind of a good idea. Because I, th- um, I think it... Right now, colleges, you, you pay for it all at the same time. Yeah. And then there are interest rates, I know. And so if you can space that up over your lifetime, and so you're just paying like a little bit, then that might help. Although that's pretty similar to you make like, a lifetime investment in your college. <laughs> yeah. Although that's getting dangerously close to taxpayers paying for college. So I don't it know is, if I want to go it for is that. Very, <laughs> it's pretty much the same thing. Nah. It's, I don't know, it's very, very close. So then I I abandon that argument. All right, cool. (laughs) I'm fine with that. (laughs) Yeah. All right, anything, any other ideas you want to float around? Yeah, one more point I want to bring up that's not attached to my argument really is that students from poorer families may opt not to go to college because they assume that they can't afford it. And so one thing that could change is the the admissions process becoming more clear and maybe even closer to being standardized. So based on your income, you could know around what you could expect to pay for college. So it's income-based college then? Well, yeah. I mean, it's already like that to a certain extent, but just having more clarity and telling students around what they could expect to pay and what their like family's income qualifies them for. Yeah, I think that's something that, that would work too. I mean, there's a lot of good options. There's also the option of just keeping it how it is which a lot of people don't like. Um, Well, not a lot of people, but many people maybe aren't the happiest with paying thousands and thousands of dollars for college. Uh, But there's another thing is there's a lot of really great 
things out there that can help you get a cheaper college or a freer college. And I think that's what everyone wants is to be able to afford to go to college no matter what. Yeah. And there are even some countries in Europe that you as an American or a foreigner can, you can go to those countries and yourself get a free college. For example, Germany, that, that works there. Yeah. Germany does have free college. Sweden also has free college, mm-hmm. um, which there's is tuition free college. You still have to pay for room and board and all that stuff. Yeah. So actually they do have some issues with students going into debt also. Oh yeah. And it's like, I think in 2013, their average student debt was around 19,000 per year or like, no average. Yeah. I think cost or student debt somewhere around that. And then USA's was around 24,000. Yeah. So even though there was still some student debt, it was actually, you could see there was a difference and it was helpful uh, that they implemented that free tuition. Yeah. Also something to keep in mind is that in state tuition is generally like a lot more, a lot cheaper than out of state tuition. Like I'm doing college searches and it's just crazy because the tuition is like triple out of state. I know it's insane. I don't get it. Follow what I did. Go to the Air Force Academy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You're saying people pay you to go to that school. I literally will get paid. Wow. It's actually something that a lot of people don't know about. Actually, like I learned about it from my dad uh, who had some friends, kids who went to the academies. And you actually get, you go to the college, uh, and then afterwards you have a minimum five-year commitment to the military. So that's something that, you know, maybe not a lot of people would be willing to do. But you have basically your entire life paid for. Uh, It's pretty difficult. (laughs) You have to go through, like, basic training and everything. And then, uh, but you do get everything paid for, which is nice. Not everything, but all the room and board tuition, books, costs. But you still have to, you know, pay for some of your own things like clothes or whatever mm-hmm. um anyways that's uh, enough about me <laughs> <laughs> and that's probably enough about our episode i know right <laughs> that, was, that was a pretty good episode anyways uh thank you guys for listening you can hear our episodes on spotify and then you can also listen to us at 7 a.m on thursday mornings at kmih 889 the bridge thank you for listening